Welcome once again to another episode of the Random Access Podcast brought to you by RAPodcast.net. This is episode 432, recorded live on October 3rd, 2015. And here are your hosts, the man who didn't wake up to an alarm clock this morning, Dave Pillay. Hey! And the man who also didn't wake up to an alarm clock this morning, Andy Lowe. Hi. So here's the thing is I actually did set an alarm, but did not wake up to it. I also set an alarm, but did not wake up to it. For some reason, my phone decided to reboot somewhere between 9.45 and 10.30, which is when my alarm was supposed to go off at like 10.15, and <laughs> got stuck in a boot loop. Why'd your phone get stuck in a boot loop? I don't know. I have not been able to diagnose it because when I finally woke up, I'm like, oh shit, Andy's waiting for me and ran over to the computer to get on to say, hey, I'm, I'm actually here. Sorry about that. This is what I, there's no real way of diagnosing problems with your Android. There's no like logs or event there, logs. Or no, anything, there right? are. You just don't have access to them without a little bit of work. Oh. There is a log. There's a system log. It's very useful when you are uh, writing Android programs because you can debug what's going on with your program. I, did I just, did I blow your mind, Andy? Is that what's going on? I didn't know that there was in there. I'm starting like looking through my system settings here. No, again, you, you don't have it on your phone. You, unless you, you can download software to get to it. You can actually, there's, there's apps that show you the log. But you access the log through ADB. Oh, then we start messing with the serious stuff as soon as you said those three letters. Yeah, that's, that's what I was kind of going for. You have a log. You don't have easy access to the log. I feel like I'm going to be getting an app later today. Why? Because there are some times where my phone just randomly restarts itself. Yeah, you're Andy, the log is just like, here's what the programmer said to put in. And you might get lucky and find an error. So maybe, maybe you can figure out which program caused the reboot. Maybe. But do you, do you really think you're going to do anything with that information? Probably not. Don't bother. But I want to be in control. This is, this is what we like to call more trouble than it's worth. More trouble to troubleshoot than it's worth. Yeah. Go, you want to be in control. You want to get that feeling. You want to learn what that's like. Go learn Linux and play with that first. Oh, Linux. I've installed Ubuntu a couple of times, but that's been it. Yeah. I've installed several different flavors and I, I just don't, I don't feel the need for it. I, I do feel the need for speed? this thing. No, no, not the need. Well, yes. No, that sounds bad. <laughs> I feel the need and the need for speed. Uh, do you have a drug problem again? No. Um, no, that's from I, Top Gun. I know what it's from, Andy. But if you think about it and pull it out of context, I feel a need. A need for speed. Yeah, you pull it out of context. In my head, I just go Top Gun. Okay. I have a package of caramel apple pops on my desk. Oh... And I've been staring at it for the last five minutes as we've been preparing to record, and I'm salivating. You can't have that while we're talk- trying to talk with a sucker in your mouth. It just won't work. I, that sounds like a challenge, sir. No. No, it's not. <laughs> I, that sounds uh, like a bad podcast uh, is what that I'm does. I'm going to talk like this uh, the whole podcast. Especially since it's the caramel apple ones there, so your teeth get stuck on the thing. And, <laughs> and then it turns into the Andy show. <laughs> Well, you've got caramel apple pops. I have a glass of cider next to me. Ooh. So. What kind of cider? Apple cider. That, yes. 
as opposed to orange cider? Well, you asked what type of cider. Yeah, like, is it is it just generic apple cider? Is it a specific apple? Is it a specific brand of cider? Uh, no, the uh, it's from the cider mill that we go to. Okay, so it's local cider. Yes, it's local, freshly squeezed cider. Like, literally, they, they it's the, the squeeze press, and then it's pumped into a chiller, and then it's just out of hose, and then boom. Okay, see, that's that's more than just, I got cider. Yeah, no, this is... Have you have you had Honeycrisp apple cider? I don't know. Probably not. So, have you had a Honeycrisp apple? I do not believe so. Oh, my God, Andy. You, you don't know what you're missing. What kind of apples do you like, I should ask? Um, well, I like Granny Smith. So you like the tart? Yes. Okay. Um, but recently we've been getting like Fiji and Gala apples to take with us for lunches. So Honeycrisp are the, the texture of a Granny Smith, but super sweet. And so people use this for cider? People are, are starting to use it for cider. Mm. And it's incredible. It it by far blows away all other ciders, ev- like, ever. Period. Done. I don't know. I do enjoy our fussy squeeze cider. I'm not sure that, what the apple blend is that they use for it, but it is quite tasty. Uh, my friend discovered that the tree in his backyard, which he thought was a crab apple tree, turns out to not be a crab apple tree. Oh. It's a, just an actual apple tree. Oh. <laughs> and so... <laughs> His backyard smells like cider because they were just letting the apples fall. Except they aren't crab apples, they're apples. And so they were starting to rot. And starting to ferment, yeah. And starting to ferment, so he's got like this giant pile of of rotten bruised apples in his backyard. But yeah, caramel apple pop, man. It's definitely fall. I, I, I told you I have one package sitting here on my desk. Yes. What I didn't tell you is that three days ago there were two packages here on my <laughs> desk. <laughs> There is more accurately half a package left on my desk. It's also I like how school. you started with just I have a package, then it's like I ate a package, and then it turned into I ate a package and a half. Yeah, there's a small hole in the side of my mouth. Well, they're, they're so damn tasty. I know. Oh, they're so good. I know. I remember them. They are delicious. It's fall. Yes, yes it is. Hence why I have freshly squeezed cider. Yeah. Because you can't get that, you know, without apples. Can you get cider without apples? Can you fake apple cider? I think you can do other ciders with other fruits, right? If you make it with another fruit, is it still a cider? What is the difference between apple juice and apple cider? I don't think I ever actually understood that. Um, Well, if you're talking about hard cider, you can make it with pears. It's called a perry. A perry? Yeah, it's made from fermented pears, similar to the way that cider is made from apples. Yep. Crispin makes a pretty good one. If you like pear. I don't know. I've never actually tried any. Uh, there's like most of the pears or ciders available for the sale in the United States are imported from England. Okay. Mm. I don't know. I might have to try some if I can ever find any. Apple juice and apple cider are both fruit beverages made from apples. Fresh cider is raw apple juice that has not undergone a filtration process to remove coarse particles of pulp or sediment. Took me three words to find it. I don't doubt it. Google's getting very good with its predicting. Uh, this, this would have found it quite a bit ago without worrying about a lot of the prediction. Uh, definition of cider, the fruit wine prepared from the juice or must of apples and no more than 25% of the juice or must of pears is what defines apple cider. Hmm. So if you just do it without the apples, what is it then? Perry. It's, it's well, Perry. Perry's, Perry's the alcoholic one, so I don't know. Pear juice? It's, <laughs> it's just pear juice. That, that sounds about right. It's just pear juice. Yeah, pear juice, orange juice, other fruit juices. Isn't brandy just fermented fruit that's turned into alcohol? Brandy? No, brandy is distilled wines. Okay. I feel like there needs to be... I mean, like that a- is fruit that's been turned into alcohol. True. It's it's hard to go wrong by saying it's going to be fruit turned into alcohol. Either it's going to be that or it's wheat and grains turned into alcohol. 
They don't make alcohol out of many other things. Although I'd be curious what like a alcoholic carrot juice would taste like. Fermented You're searching for an alcoholic. God damn it. <laughs> fermented carrot juice. Here we go. How to make fermented vegetable juice. Cultures for health. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> that sounds kind of. Fermented vegetable juices can be made with any vegetable. Normally they're actually made out of beet juice. Ugh. What's wrong with beets? I, I like some radishes, but that's about it. I think it's the closest I really get to beets. When's the last time you tried beet? The last time I tried beet? Yep. I have no idea. Have Probably you ever some- tried just like beet by itself? Yes. My mom used to get the, the canned beets. Oh, God. No. Andy. Andy. <laughs> Andy. They were like bright the, purple. The first two words should have been a clue right there. Canned beets? No. That my mother made me try? Yes. Okay. Not that she made you try, that she she would be prepared. No, Andy, go. Oh, my God. Um, do you like goat cheese? Do I like goat cheese? Yeah. Not really, actually. Okay. Do you like feta? Isn't that goat cheese? No. I thought it was. They are two different cheeses, Andy. Feta cheese is a brine curd white cheese made in grease from sheep's milk or from yes. a mixture of sheep's and goat's milk. So- yes. I mean, it, it's like saying that mozzarella and Parmesan are both cheeses or both cow cheese. I don't know. I feel like both of them aren't sheep and goats. Both of both of them considered ovine animals, or no? Ah, or is ovine just sheep? This is a very odd topic when <laughs> we're going down. Anyway, back to beets. <laughs> get get a beet from the store, cut it up, put it in the oven, and roast it like you would a potato because it's just a root vegetable. Sprinkle on some oil and salt on it before you put it in the oven until it's nice and, and tender. Pull it out and just eat. It is heavenly. Or I could don't, just do. I don't could, listen to Bry, who will tell you that it tastes like dirt because he's wrong. <laughs> Or I could just do that with potato. You could do it with both. Or just potato. But the point is to get you to try a beet. Yes, but if you're telling me to do this just like you would with a potato, like, I why, would do it. I just use a potato. Yeah. At some point, I will make, maybe for second Thanksgiving, I'll make like a beet dish. All right. And, and you'll be able to try it there. They're so good. Oh, man. Nope. All right. I think we've hit the food quota for the episode. So we can actually transition out of this. Yeah. Can we? Like directly out of this? Yeah, because you brought up Thanksgiving. Yeah. Oh, shit. That's coming up, too. That's yes. two months. Yep. I should probably start planning. Yep. Well, don't plan on going to Staples on Thanksgiving Day. Why would I go anywhere on Thanksgiving Day? Black Friday shopping. Why would I go anywhere on Thanksgiving Day? True. So, you know, the, the, the <laughs> trend has been that the stores will open up earlier and earlier. And we had what? Uh, Mostly. Weren't there a couple stores that said, like, hey, we're, we're done with this concept? Yes. We'll open when we open and fuck you. There, there were a couple of them that didn't even go to Thursday. So a couple of them said, we're just doing Friday. Screw this. Staples went to Thursday. They opened up Thursday evening last year. Okay. This year, they've said, screw this. We're opening Friday. Good for them. So they are one of the first retailers who have actually broken that into Thanksgiving Day and then decided no and went backwards. And said, this is stupid. Yes. I mean, among other things, you have to pay holiday pay, don't you? Yeah. If you've got, like, hourly workers. Hourly workers working on Thanksgiving, yes, that is considered our, uh, holiday pay, yeah. So it's time and a half. So, you know, that's expensive. Yeah. And not a lot of people, I expect, are going through on Thanksgiving. I mean, some, sure, but enough to make it worth that. Particularly since, at this point, the, the culture is shifting such that um, 
like everyone's buying everything through the entire month. Yeah, no, that is what's happening now is it's the um, spending on the Thanksgiving weekend has dropped actually over the years. Last year, traffic fell 5.2% and spending fell 6.4% over the weekend because people are just because you, you, right now it's what as soon as you hit Halloween, Halloween is over next day, cheap candy and Christmas stuff, right? I think so. Yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> It, it's Thanksgiving yeah. has just been replaced with the entire month of November. Yeah. And we just, oh, it's Christmas time already. It's Halloween and then it's Christmas. Yeah. So this whole like Black Friday as a major shopping day is kind of falling apart and people are like, well, wait, if Staples is, yes, they say it's because um, that customers, employees should have the chance to stay home with family and friends. But my guess is the fact that it, if they were going it. to make money off of it, they'd still do it. Yes. This is this is a business decision hidden with an altruistic message. I like how they say that a lot of the companies probably won't follow Staples Lead because they have customer bases that really like shopping on Thanksgiving. Those people are crazy. Says the man who leaves Thanksgiving early to go stand in line. I haven't done that the past two, three years now, ever since things have started to shift to Thanksgiving Day. No, I the last time I think I did Black Friday shopping, like in the morning, was Target opening at 3 a.m.? Yes, Target opened at 3 a.m. That was because I bought the, the two TVs online, and then I went to Target and bought two more. And then my credit card company called me and it said, um... Is this you? Yeah. Are, are you sure about this? We just noticed some extremely large purchases all in a row on your credit card. <laughs> Do you have your credit card? Is that still you? But no, I, I've never shopped at any... I shop at the places that open on Thanksgiving. I... Uh, no, wait, actually, yeah. no, I went shopping on Thanksgiving once because my dad wanted to get the new Galaxy smartphone ah. and we went to Best Buy on Thanksgiving. Have you heard of a magic mirror? Mirror, mirror on the wall. Who's the fairest one of all? Okay. Have you heard of an actual magic mirror? The one that's in the Disney story. That's the only one I know of. Okay. It's also yes, sometimes I called, called it. I just called it a Disney story and my apologies to the classic <laughs> children. Brothers Grimm. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so this, I, I should post this as a topic probably because we're talking about TVs and smart TV, well, flat screen TVs and what things you can do with them. Yes. And so someone made what they called a magic mirror, also called a smart mirror. Uh, and this is where you take a pane of observation glass. So one way, a, a one way mirror. Yes. Uh, magic mirror. And you mount it in a frame, added the topic. But behind it, you put a flat screen television. Ah, yes. And you write custom code. And so the TV will display what you want it to display, which will show through the mirror. Yeah, people have done this for, I think Disney's doing, speaking of Disney, I think they're doing a lot of this at Disney World with their mirrors and such. This is like the perfect magic mirror, yeah. I kind of want to do it. It's not hard. You just need a TV. Well, I mean, you need a flat screen with the ports in the right place so that you can rip it down and... You need to buy the plate of transparency glass. You know, they, they don't exactly sell mirrors with one-way glass. I don't know. You could probably find it online. Uh, last I checked, you had to buy it direct from glass manufacturers who start asking questions of why you're buying transparency glass. One-way mirror window film, 30 inches wide, 6 yeah, by 5 that's foot the, roll. That's film. That you just put over the screen. Would that work? I don't know. The film is only 2270, so it wouldn't be that hard to just um, buy, buy one, yeah, buy put it over a, a computer screen, and then just check. Yeah, there you go. I saved you a whole bunch of time and effort. Yeah. So speaking of Amazon. Speaking of Amazon. Yes. yes. They are banning certain... Oh, man. This is so shady. Yes. This yes. is so gross and shady. 
Holy crap, Amazon. They have decided to stop selling Apple TV and Google Chromecast and the Nexus Player and other streaming boxes that rival its own Fire TV. Now, to be clear, Amazon has blocked Chromecast and Apple TV from doing things with the Amazon Prime Video. Yes. Like, you cannot stream Prime Video to a Chromecast. No, which is dumb. And now they, not only is Amazon not selling it, Amazon has gone to all the people who sell on Amazon and said, you have until this date to sell this, and then we are pulling the listings. Over the last three years, Prime Video has become an important part of Prime, the company said. It is important that the streaming media players we sell interact well with Prime Video in order to avoid customer confusion. Roku, Xbox, PlayStation, and Fire TV are excellent choices. So they're saying, let, let me get this straight, they are saying publicly that because Chromecast doesn't support Amazon Prime Video, they don't want to sell Chromecast. But whose decision was it that Chromecast couldn't support Prime Video? Amazon. Yeah, this is like... This is super shady, and yeah, no. I kind of don't like it. Michael Patcher, the guy who uh, is basically the analyst for most of the video game industry, says that he thinks the excuse of avoiding customer confusion is a not-so-veiled attempt to favor, favor Amazon first-party products over third-party products. Yeah. And I agree with him 100%. This is this is pretty crappy of Amazon. This would be, it would be nice um, if I could, you know, use the Chromecast with this. Granted, we go through the Blu-ray player right now, which isn't too bad. There's some problems with it that I have. We go through the PlayStation 3. Ah, but yeah, no, this is, this is, this is all, all sorts of shady. All sorts of shady. There's another piece of Amazon news. Yeah. Amazon Flex. Amazon Flex. Before you Google it, just take a guess of what Amazon Flex is. Amazon Flex. Yes. Is not a gym membership. No. Is it an electronic device? No. Is it a service? Yes. Is it have to do with delivery? Yes. I'm feeling pretty good because I haven't actually opened up the topic page for this yet. Okay. Um, lets you deliver to multiple addresses? Um, you will deliver to multiple addresses. Why? Amazon Flex, which is currently now available in Seattle. Uh, soon it will be available in New York, uh, Baltimore, Miami, Dallas, Austin, Chicago, Indianapolis, Atlanta, Oh, holy and Portland. shit. Are they serious? <laughs> Think of it as Amazon's version of Uber. Think of it as they are outsourcing their deliveries. Yes. They have Amazon warehouse locations in, you know, New York, Baltimore, Miami, Austin, Chicago, Indy, Atlanta, and Portland. And my guess is you log in, um, you go to the Amazon warehouse, they give you a package, and you deliver it, and you get paid 18 to 25 bucks an hour. Dependent on the number of packages? Yes. <laughs> Wow. Wow. That's pretty crazy. You can choose to work for two, four, or eight hour blocks. That, oh, uh, uh, I don't, I mean, among other things, I can think of a pretty cool, like, murder mystery story with that. Serial killer who is uh, delivering Amazon packages? Yep. Yeah, you have to pass a background check, but. Of course. Yeah, yeah it's just like Uber has to pass a background but, check. But if you're, like, a psychopath, you can fake that. So yeah, Amazon is outsourcing their delivery to us. I don't know about that. Makes you wonder if they're if they're willing to pay eighteen bucks an hour for this. How much is UPS and and the USPS charging them? I don't know. Right, because they're only going to do this if it's cheaper. Yes. Well, this is also well, it is. It's actually faster. Was what it is because this is part of the uh, Prime Now Same packages. Day. I so guess because is- it, it removes all. Oh God, you know what it does is it removes the regulations. Yes. 
Because, yeah, you can't deliver certain things through the mail. Heck, even UPS says you can't deliver certain things through their system as well. FedEx, not so much. <laughs> FedEx will let you ship whatever you want to ship. Pretty much FedEx will let you ship whatever you want to ship. Uh, but I was just like, the, the regulations of package handling and the, the unions that have been formed for this, like it just kind of goes around all of that. Just like Uber. Amazon is feeling more and more evil empire-ish. <laughs> Every so often they do some really cool things, and then every so often they do some really shady things. And I think they're in a shady cycle. Ran out of sea salt and garbage bags. At my door 40 minutes later for free. Thanks, Prime Now. Well, define for free. Well, you pay for the... You're paying for Prime. Prime. Prime? Yeah, you're paying for Amazon Prime. So I hesitate to say for free. 40 minutes later, though, that's that's impressive. Well, that's what happens when you have a... An Amazon factory. Yeah. Or warehouse. They don't a have factories. Near, they don't produce things. Yeah, an Amazon warehouse near a high population density area. Yeah. Like I that's, said, this Amazon Flex is starting in Seattle. That's still so shady. Ah. Uh, it's just like your pizza delivery guy, but he delivers so much more. It'd be kind of funny to order, like, frozen pizzas from Amazon. <laughs> <laughs> And from a, a, an actual delivery guy, right? Like, if they're doing it in 40 minutes, that's competitive with some pizza places. Yes, yes it is. The difference would be you'd get a frozen pizza instead of an already cooked pizza. That you'd have to cook yourself, yeah. But the advantage is you can then cook it yourself. So you can make changes to it if you want. You can cook it more. You can cook it less. Have you ever gotten an undercooked delivery? Um, no. Have you ever gotten an overcooked delivery? Uh, Why are yes. you searching Google? No, I'm I'm looking up uh, something right now. You're something. What are you, what are you looking up, Andy? I'm on Uber's website right now because they are now in Kalamazoo. Are you thinking of driving for Uber? I don't know. Probably not. I'd be. Isn't there a minimum requirement on like your car? Maybe, but I've got a seven passenger SUV. I feel like I could fit anybody in there. Heck, I've even got a bike rack on the back. I could be like the bus. <laughs> You bike somewhere, I'll pick you up, and we'll drive you back oh, wherever you oh, need to go. Oh, oh, This is what I found out the last time I was in Ann Arbor, by the way, when we were out there for Kat's wedding. Yes. There's now an AATA bus stop at Warner Creek. What? They extended a route to Warner Creek. Oh. Didn't they have the, like a? Didn't they have a bus stop in Celine? Uh, maybe they have a they have a bus stop at the Celine Walmart. That's as far into Celine as it goes. The system map and route schedules PDF. Here we go. Oh, I know that PDF. I used to use it all the time to get to class. System maps, downtown, is it downtown Ann Arbor. Is it the Ann Arbor map? I laugh. I can find it faster. Route 16, Ann Arbor Celine Road. Here we go. Oh, yeah, it's the Ann Arbor Celine Meyer. Well, there's one that goes from the Carpenter Meyer to Celine. Uh, yeah, there's one that goes to the... Yeah, Walmart. It goes down to the Walmart now. Right, which okay. is exactly what I said. Yeah. Wow, that's crazy. Okay, so it goes from the Walmart, and then you have to go to Myers, and you have to transfer it Myers to one of the other lines. No S. What? There's no S on Meyer. There's no S on Meyer? I thought it's Myers. No. There's there's no S. Wow. <laughs> You can tell you're from the Midwest when. Yeah, we, we all, well, I mean, you can tell you're from the Midwest when you go to a Meyer because they're only <laughs> in the Midwest, uh, but there's no S. Yeah, there's no S. Wow. It's just Meyer, not Myers. My, my bad on that one. 20, 30 years. 30 years you've been doing that. Well, I haven't been speaking since I, oh, have I been speaking since I was one? <laughs> we don't actually know. This is a fun fact. My mom does doesn't not, remember. doesn't remember when I started speaking because to her, I basically started speaking in full sentences. My guess though is the fact that I had three older siblings. And so you heard a lot of speech. I heard a lot of speech, and then if I had to do anything, most of the time, my guess is I went through one of them to get whatever I wanted. Yep. 
So yeah, my mother does not remember when I started speaking. Yep. But Route 67, take a look at that. Carpenter Meyer down to Warner Creek and then back up to Walmart. Yeah. So you have to get on the bus there, ride it to Meyer, transfer to one of the nope. other things there. Either nope. they go. No, nope. can't ride it to Meyer. That's where it ends. Uh, is it? I thought it ended. The oh, Carpenter, okay. The Carpenter Road It comes Road from Meyer. Walmart to Warner Creek and then goes up to, because it, it only goes there in one direction. It doesn't stop there in both ways. Well, yes, because it's a loop. The bus always goes in one direction. Well, no, Andy, usually the bus turns around and goes in the other direction. Yes, yeah. I'm, I'm saying, okay, so you pick it up here and then you go to the, the Carpenter Road Meyer. That's its start and end point. You get off there, you transfer to the purple line. I don't know what it is off the top of my head. <laughs> and that will take you to... So anyway... Purple to Ann Arbor and then I think it's brown to... It, anyway, I could, back I could talk to, to Don. Let me talk to Don and we'll... You talk no, to Don, whoever Don is. Anyway... Don. Let's talk about some things that pertain to more than, like, three people who listen to this show. NASA made a huge announcement, and pre- we, we predicted it. In fact, almost the entire scientific community predicted what it was going to be before they actually made the announcement. But they've discovered liquid water on Mars. Now, now d- to be clear, they didn't actually find liquid water. They don't have a picture of a river. No, they just have a picture of moist soil. <laughs> so they missed it? Like water flowed by and then they came by like an hour later? Well, they said it didn't flow. Think of it more like a seeping through the ground. But where is it going? I don't know. <laughs> but it's not It's not on the surface. It's like in the ground, but it's still flowing water. I do I, believe. I, I, okay. It's, it's, but there's liquid water. Yes. Again, it's, not like a pool of water, but there is liquid water on the planet. It has been... Evidence of it has been found. Um, so uh, right after this announcement was made, they did a Q&A or an AMA on Reddit. Yep. And they Which said, I think yeah, it's really cool. Yeah. If, if there's liquid water, think of this as a seep, not a flow. We see something that darkens the soil, which may be just a wedding action, but still involves some briny liquid. We think this it might not very, even be water. Yeah, it could be something, but it, it has to be a liquid of some kind. I mean, not many things can be liquid at that temperature and pressure. Yeah. Where does this water come from? NASA doesn't know. <laughs> I don't know. Why are we announcing it? Because it's cool. Yeah. Well, this means if there's water, most likely there is some form of life. Is or can be. What? Is or can be. There can be life. Okay. Because you said that there there likely is. I'm like, I said water likely does not is. spawn life. No, but there are Water probably, is a base requirement, according and to... probably what, some sort of microbes or bacteria or something. I kind of hope not. That's scary as shit. So yeah, NASA doesn't know where it's coming from. NASA doesn't know... Uh, I feel this is, this is the uh, old announcement style. We found something. We don't know what it is. We don't know where it came from. We don't know anything about it, but it's there. Yes, that's pretty much what the announcement went like. That is not much of an announcement, guys. It's NASA. Give them something. <laughs> <laughs> throw him a bone. Throw, throw him a bone. Curiosity is trying to do selfies and everything. Give NASA a cookie. <laughs> Feels like we're just placating NASA. Like, guys, 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 we're, we're still relevant. We swear. Come on, guys. Don't do this. We really are relevant. Mm-hmm. Look, we found evidence of a flowing liquid that may or may not be water. On a place that we can't get with rovers. So who knows, A, when we're actually going to be able to investigate it. Wait, the ro- this wasn't found by the rover? No, this was actually found by one of the uh, Mars orbitals. <laughs> oh, God. That's what I. That's what I talked about when we when the people who are announced going to be at the yeah it was that's right it was none of the rover guys no it was the, it was the Mars ob, uh, observer I think oh uh, some people have to be kicking themselves because if we had a rover ready to go now we could put it there and check 
This the it's it's too steep. It's too steep. It's too steep. Yes. Where is it? Is it on Olympus? It's on some sort of mountain sort of thing. Plus, um, if we were going to go there, we'd have to be super careful not to contaminate it. Yeah, I mean, if there actually is life there, yeah, there's not life there. Well, we won't know until we go. Yep. I still like Asimov's explanation of like why there's life on this planet and not others. Oh? Has to do with the moon. Never heard this. No? No. The moon makes our planet rather unique. Of all the terrestrial planets, we are the only one that has a large moon. And so the the tidal forces of that moon do a lot, including pull a lot of the heavier elements further up in the soil, which would include things like uranium and other radioactive compounds, which would increase the rate of radiation and thus increase the rate of mutation in which case give evolution a bit of a jump start. Hmm. Yeah, I've never heard that before. Never. Uh, I mean, it, it is a science fiction theory. True. Like, there's no proof of it, but it does make sense. At least I think it does. Did you ever read the Foundation books? No. You should probably do that. Which reminds me, I need to go read the Book Club book. Yes! Yes! Did you see the XKCD about it? No. He did one? Go look at XKCD from yesterday. Oh yeah, because the movie came out yesterday. It's a work of fiction about a well-known brand written on the internet by an enthusiast who publishes the media. Oh. I was thinking I wasn't sure. Yeah, yeah. He just had to make that, didn't he? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yes, he did. I mean, I can't comment on it, really, because I haven't read it yet. But then I didn't read the other one, so I can't comment on that anyway. I have read both. You read Fifty Shades? Yep. Why? Because I wanted to say that I have actually read the book, therefore I can actually state my opinion of how bad this is. Did you read the book with an unbiased and open mind? Yes, I had no idea what the book, I had, well I had an idea what the book was going to be like, but I had a feeling it, it was going to be bad. Okay. And it was. Did you ever read the 50, uh, what was it? There, sequels? Someone made no. A, no, I someone made a sequels. cookbook. Someone yeah, made the, a cookbook. The, the 50 Shades of Chicken or something, something like that? Something like that, yeah. I think it's an adorable cookbook. Oh, Randall's going to be in Chicago in December. Mr. Monroe? Yes. Doing what? Um, talking Just about hanging his out book. in Chicago? Oh, the thing explainer. The thing explainer, yes. $43 <laughs> gets you a book and a ticket to the event. I and already it, have pre-ordered the book, though. Well, this one you could get signed. I could. Seating is limited. Yes. At the Illinois Science Council. Yeah, no idea where that is. Uh, it's at 222 West Merchandise Mart Plaza, Andy. <laughs> Gee, thanks, Dave, for reading my computer screen. I mean, how do you not know that that is, like, right off the river next to Kinsey and Franklin? I could, you know, stay at the Holiday Inn. <laughs> that's right there as well. Yeah, that said, what time is this event? 6 p.m. Uh, I mean, you, how far away is Chicago from you, Andy? Uh, 200 miles. So it's a three-hour trip. Yes. So you could really just drive there. Yes. It's a Thursday, though. Yes. So you'd have to, you'd have to take the day off. Yes. Uh, would Naperville be closer to you than Chicago? I don't know what that is. Naperville, Illinois is on the other side of Chicago. So no, it is not closer for you. Two hours and 18 minutes for me to drive there from here. Really? Two hours and 18 minutes. That's what it says. Directions from home. 
two hours and 25 minutes. Andy, I think we found the halfway point. <laughs> halfway point is Chicago. I could halfway- have told you that without even blinking no, an but, eye. Ha- but halfway point is the west side of Chicago. I was going to say more towards the north side of Chicago. Naperville? Well, no, I was just talking about the directions to this meeting. Yeah, the one in Naperville. Is that Naperville? There's two, Andy. Oh. There's one on Wednesday, December 9th. What? I did not see the other one. I saw the one for... Go back to the I'm going on a book trip page. Oh, Naperville, December 9th. Oh. Hmm. <laughs> I love his author photo. That's funny. His author photo? On the on the Naperville page. It has the picture of him, just, which is just the XKC. <laughs> it's just the stick figure. That's adorable. Oh, this one's, uh, yeah, Pfeiffer Hall on the campus in North Central College. Hmm. So how far is it from your place to Naperville then? Let's see, that's 310, 310 Pfeiffer Hall. Naperville. Two hour, two and a half hours. I'm at two hours, 20 minutes. <laughs> so that is... Almost the halfway point. Almost the halfway point, yeah. Like, as far as road timing goes and traffic around Chicago, that is effectively the halfway point, because there's yes. no way to tell where the halfway point would actually be. No. Huh, that's an interesting thought. I wonder what I'm doing on Wednesday, December 9th. <laughs> oh, but 7 p.m., I mean, that's that's 8 p.m. your time. Yes. Call it two hours for the actual event. You wouldn't yes. leave until 10 o'clock. Yes. And then another two and a half hours home, getting home at 1 a.m. to have to turn around and go to work the next morning. Yeah. Hanging out with your friend Dave at an XKCD book signing. We're not really hanging out with you because I don't want to be chatting with you while this is going on. Uh, you mean while we're standing in the line of 400 people? Probably. Why wouldn't you want to chat with me? Oh, well, for just standing in line, maybe. Right. <laughs> Thanks, Andy. No problem, Dave. Like hanging out with you, too. I'm just going to go, like, cry in the corner now. Mm. Uh, We should probably hit some other topics, though. Yes. Twitter. Hash flags. Hash hash flags? Hash flags. Twitter invented a new word. Hash flag. All right. This time it was actually Twitter that invented it, not someone on Twitter. The hash flag, uh, which was kind of this silent rollout where certain hashtags are getting little emojis. So if I had hashtagged supermoon, it would have actually put a red moon yep. next to my hashtag. Yep. I don't know what I... I, mm, I don't like this. Uh, yeah, I'm not a huge fan of this. How are you just going to... Do- you can follow hash flag list on Twitter to stay updated on the current hash flags. What the hell is RWC 2015? Oh, Rugby World Championship? Yep. There's all the teams that are playing. So Argentina, Australia, Canada, England. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Bronx Nation NRL Finals. Adam Cowboy NRL. What the heck is the NRL Finals? I don't know. Oh, that's more f- rugby stuff. Uh, so those are a thing now. I don't want them to be a thing. Too bad they are a thing. Well, not, I love how it's also, it's not only a thing, but it's only a thing for while you're actually, um, while it's on there, they can, we'll shut them off later. Yep. So it's a temporary fleeting thing. Which I really hope, you know, your message does not have to rely on these hash flags because if they disappear, then people will go, well, what? But the, the hash flag is only there if the hashtag is there. So you'd always have the hashtag. Yes. That'll never disappear. You just won't have the hash flag. Um, the Chromecast had some big announcements. Yes, there's a new version, and I don't like the look of it. Andy, how often do you see your Chromecast? Um, I don't. So what does the look of it matter? Well, the fact is the current Chromecast um, sits in your HDMI port. Yeah. This one has a little flexible cable, so it will actually hang from your HDMI port. Okay. And it, I guess it puts a little torque on the port itself, but how yes. much do you think this thing weighs? Probably not a lot, but still, it's literally hanging loose there. So if you move your television at all, like we do every time we turn it, yeah. to the face where the 
computers are, are it's going pushing. to bounce. It's going to bounce. It's going to swing, and it's going to make. Then noise. just use Gen One. I am using Gen One. <laughs> Gen One works perfectly fine. Yep. Especially Gen since, Two is supposed to have a better antenna. Well, yes, essentially that's that's it. We, we have a seven hundred square foot apartment. I think the antenna works fine. Yeah. The real interesting piece, though, in my mind, is the price for the new one. It's the same price as the old one. Same price. $35. You're done. Yep. God, what a brilliant move. Taking all the Nexus Q technology that they developed, they were going to sell for $300 a pop. And like, you know what? Let's just cram this thing into a teeny little piece of equipment that we just plug into the back of the TV and sell it for 35 bucks. Now, have you tried the new Chromecast app? There's a new app? Yes. What's new in it? Um, you can actually search for a show and it will list all the ways that you can watch it. Really? Yes. That's pretty cool. I have not tried the new Chromecast app. Holy shit, that's a new app. Yes. That's like a really new app. Aladdin. Interesting. Like that's a that's a very wow. Very sorry. Just saw Cloudy with Chance of Meatballs two on the list of apps or shows. Steve. Barry. Uh, so there's Chromecast 2, there's an updated Chromecast app, there's Chromecast Audio. Yes. That looks kind of cool. Chromecast Audio solves an issue that I've been thinking about for quite some time, which is I want to be able to broadcast music to different rooms of the house. Now, you will have to buy separate Chromecast audio dongles for each of your things. For each each room, each set of speakers. Yeah. There's also $35 each? Yes. So to put it in three rooms would cost $100. Yes. Assuming I have the speakers already. Yes. How much would that cost not using Chromecast? I don't know. How would you do that without using Chromecast? Multiple speakers in a room. You'd have to have some sort of centralized media server. And have have to wire them all together. Yeah. I mean, uh, doesn't Sonos do things like that? I think so. I don't know. I haven't looked into Uh, this. So Sonos has some really nice speakers that are Bluetooth capable at $500 a speaker. I could just put a bunch of Bluetooth speakers around the house, but if I do that, I can only pair with one at a time. Yes. And you have to stay within Bluetooth range. So you'd have to leave your cell phone next to the speakers. Whereas with the Chromecast, I could actually send it to specific speakers and control that and turn them on and off. Ooh, ooh, ooh. What about the uh the 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 NFC tags? Use the NFC tag to do something with the app? So if I got a, a bunch of the NFC tags and I put them next to the light switches, could I set it up so that when I put the phone up against the tag, the Chromecast app syncs up to whatever speakers are in that room? I don't know. You'd have to see what the APK does. API? API, sorry. API, APK. Because that that sounds awesome. Or you just build it into the actual light switch itself. Like just hide it behind the light switch panel? Or get a, a single pull, double throw uh, switch rather than a single pull, single throw. Right. But that just turns on the speaker. You, you, you well, no, you just hook it up to some sort of relay to uh, a computer yeah, or something. But then I have to start messing with the wiring of my house. True, yes. No, with the NFC and, tags, you just And put cutting the holes in the wall and running more cable yes and then when i move the next person is stuck with that yes yes they are hey what is this switch control the audio system of the house what (laughs) (laughs) i don't get this anymore uh no but putting an nfc tag like right next to the switch and hooking it up so that when you scan it with your phone when you just put your phone on it it says ah this is what i want to sync now or to remove it, you put it against it again when it's already active and it turns off the, the switch. True. I really like this idea. Shouldn't be too hard to implement. You just need a bunch of NFC tags. And a bunch of Chromecast audios. And a bunch of Chromecast audios, yeah. And a bunch of speakers. Yes. But once you have all that... <laughs> 
Because that's kind of like, that could be fun in the sense of I could then, I love listening to music when I clean. Laura, not as much. And so I could just do it whatever room I'm in. As I walk into the, the room, I just wave the phone past the tag and boom, now I'm listening to music in that room. Mm. No, I, it wouldn't be too hard to set up. So Amazon isn't selling Chromecasts anymore. Are they selling Chromecast audio? Probably not. How do I add that to my Amazon wish list? Do you have a universal Amazon wish list set up? Maybe. It's a little possibly. app. It's an app you can get for Chrome that you can put other websites attached uh, to I mean, your Amazon. You, you wish can list. just do that on Amazon. Oh. The wish list does say like add thing from not Amazon. <laughs> I've never actually. I've just always had that little app there in the corner. What's on your wish list nowadays? I don't know. I haven't looked at it in a while. Okay, because you have a Christmas list sitting there. Yes, yes, I do. I guess we're moving. We're in October, so we're technically in the holiday season. Yes, I should probably update it. Yeah. Wow. So the, 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 wow. The, Robo Rally is cheap. Really? 35 bucks. I guess that is cheap. So you know what's not cheap? What's not cheap? The new Model X. The Tesla. Yes. They released it. Yes. With hospital quality air filtration. <laughs> yes. And the gullwing doors that uh, only need a few more inches than your rear view mirrors to open. Uh, it's because they're not gullwing doors. They are, I believe they called them eagle wing. Probably. They're like dual, they, sorry, falcon. Falcon, falcon wing. wing. Right. Because when you think of a seagull, they, they stretch their wings out. Yeah. But falcons evidently not as much. I guess not. There's also an auto-presenting front door that detects your angle of approach, predicts which door you're going to, uh, you're looking to enter the car with, and then opens that door for you so you can climb inside without ever touching the key fob or door handle. <laughs> oh, God. Why? <laughs> Why I, does it have a hospital-level air filter? I kind of want one. <laughs> well, the price has not been announced yet, so... Oh, God. Re- I, thought they, I thought they said 60000 No, they're just... Um, I think that's just an estimate. Oh my god, this is not, wow. 250 mile range, that's not very far. No, but it's a freaking SUV. Doesn't look like one. What makes it an SUV? Because it looks like a sedan. Kind of does look like a sedan, doesn't it? Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. um, Oh god, (laughs) Tesla, why? (laughs) Why? I don't know. What, which one was supposed to be their affordable? Because it's not, it's clearly not this one. No. They were making an affordable one. That was supposed to be the the, the model. No, it's not the it's the P turned into the, the P, the P versions. It's not the S. No, I don't think it's the S. Affordable <laughs> Tesla. Affordable Tesla. Uh, the affordable 27 Tesla Model 3 sedan crossover SUV with a 35000 starting price. So the Model 3. Okay. So they say the Model X is going to be the same price as the Model S, and then this the Model 3 Model is Model 3 to- will be the cheaper one. Yes. Half the price of the Model S. Plus, there will reportedly be a crossover SUV variation. Model 3 will have a range of about 200 miles. Oh, they're doing a P version of the Model X as well. A P version? Yeah, which means that... What does that the P version? The P version is the, the upgraded one for faster acceleration. Ah, Model S will... Or the Model 3 will likely not have the Falcon Wing doors. No... Maybe made of steel rather than aluminum. Um, you hear the uh, the Ford F-150s, the aluminum ones, have yes. been so successful that Ford is considering expanding that for the other F-series. Really? Evidently, That's... it's been very, very successful. Well, then. 
I guess so, yay for whoever supplying them with the aluminum. Yeah, no kidding. Uh, all right, we should probably move on, though. We got a lot of more topics to go through. Um, the Oculus Rift is supposedly going to cost more than $350. Oh, damn it. Well, he said it's either we try and make it as cheap as possible or we uh, or according to him, we say, you know what? This is the first consumer VR headset that we're going to be pushing out to people. We need to put a stake in the ground and say this is the best possible experience that we were able to make. No compromises were made in terms of quality. Yeah, I, I think that's probably the right way to do it. So, yeah. So he has the opinion of, yes, we can make it cheaper. But, then but we want to do it right. Yeah. It's either cheap. What was it's, the- well, it's, it's like the iPhone, right? What was the iPhone when it came out? expensive it was super expensive it was like six hundred dollars expensive so i as as much as i dislike a lot of apple's business decisions they said this is the first one we're going to do it right and that's what these guys are thinking with the oculus we want to do the first one right yes so yeah i i was sitting here laura and i were playing skyrim uh, both on our own machines and the way we've got the office set up right now, like we, we can't see each other unless we turn around. Okay. And so I could imagine putting the, the Oculus on and it not being any different of an experience as far as interpersonal. Although I'll tell you what I, what I would probably end up doing, uh, because I don't want to be completely unaware of my surroundings is put a little webcam up somewhere facing behind me so that I can put the Oculus on and still in the corner or somewhere on the screen be able to see the outside world. So you want a rear view mirror for your Oculus? I would like a, a not rear view, because rear view would be looking just behind me. I want to see me and my surroundings. Kate was typing to somebody just now, and then she glanced over and started to do a smile at me. Uh, oh, it's Catherine. It's not you. Yep, All right. it's not me. Not me. Okay. Sorry. It was one of those things where it's like, what is she doing now? Oh, I know. Believe me, I know. Because I've gotten those messages from Kate while we've been recording. I know. Wasn't me this time. Okay. Good. Um, so Oculus will be a little, little pricey, but yes. shouldn't be, you know, probably won't break the bank. Let me put it this way. If they put it at $1,000, no one's going to buy it. No. If they put it at 400 could still see it. 500 you're you're pushing the price point. 600 is going to be probably too much. Yeah. But I'm sure they are doing tons of research and trying to figure out what a good price point is. Yeah. And I hope what they're doing is looking at, here's how we want to produce it. Here's how much it's going to cost us. And if it's below that price point, then they say, what else can we put into it? If it's above the price point, then they will say, how can we make this cheaper without losing quality? But we will see. Yes. Do you expect them to sell out? Depends on how many they make. GameStop says, looking forward to digital business. But they are saying that uh, discs-based games are going to be forever. Yeah? I don't know about that. I think they're wrong. Yeah. <laughs> I think they are wrong. Forever is a long time. Forever. Yeah, so he, he says that, yeah, we're, we're gung-ho into the digital sales, but he says disc-based games will be around forever. The market has seen physical music sales down 50% from its peak and physical movie sales down 60% from its peak. Yeah. Even in a doomsday scenario, disc-based games will be around for a long time. I see a complementary business where we sell discs plus download like the current console mode. Virtual reality games will also likely follow this model. Yeah. At, th- at that point, if you have a disc-based game with a download, when, what's going to stop you from just giving somebody a card that you know you put in front of the camera and it scans it and then it downloads yeah like microsoft said that they were going to do <laughs> whatever happened to that yeah yeah it's like microsoft promised us the moon and then just stepped back and said well we got this telescope well that's because no one wanted to go to the moon yeah nobody wanted to go to the moon. not only did they not want to go to the moon they rioted and complained about going to the moon 
Um, Humble, speaking of digital games, Humble yeah. Bundle is now offering the Humble Monthly. Humble Monthly? Is this a subscription service to the yes. Humble Bundle? You spend $12 per month, and on the first Friday of the month, if you are a PC owner with Steam, uh, you get the games that are in the Humble Bundle that month, or the, the Humble Monthly Bundle. Interesting. So twelve dollars a month, and you just get whatever, whatever games in the bundle are in the monthly bundle. I mean, it works. That's nice. I'm not doing it. No, twelve dollars a month to just watch my Steam library grow of games that I still have not played yet. <laughs> That's a good way to put it. Yeah, yeah. Twelve bucks a month just to watch your Steam library inflate. Yes. Uh, out of IPv4 addresses in North America. Yes, which does not matter to most people because most people are going to be behind a router or a firewall and then the subnets are just going to be whatever yeah, people whatever they use. want so does this matter to most people no no nope. i still have 192.168.11 that's still my address behind the router ours just moved but that's just because we switched to isps and i couldn't but, change the but behind your router i couldn't change the ip on the router the so, external well the 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 modem has a router built into it right so i just and plug- on your local network isn't that 192.168.11 uh it's now 100.1 oh whatever yeah i had i moved it same up. subnet um <laughs> Raspberry Pi 2 Microsoft Bundle. Yes. That's a really cool bundle for 75 bucks. That's a really cool bundle. There's just one problem. What? It doesn't actually come with a Raspberry Pi. No. The Raspberry Pi is a hundred... Is another $40. Yeah. Well, yeah. Another 40 bucks. And then you get the bundle with the Raspberry Pi 2. So rather than 70, it's $114.95. Yep. They're also out. Well, I don't doubt it because this bundle is amazing. It's a pretty cool bundle. Like it, Switches, it comes with... resistors, potentiometers, photo cells, LEDs, capacitors, Wi-Fi yeah. module, jumper cables, breadboard, case, memory I've, card, with I may Windows 10. I may add this to my, my wish list as well. This is a really cool bundle. No, this is a nice bundle. Comes with a lot of neat stuff. Yes. Um, Samsung Pay joins Apple Pay and Google Wallet of another product that I'm probably not going to ever use. Yep, you mean Android Pay, right? Whatever it is. Google Wallet is dead. Long live Android Pay. Sure. Okay. Microsoft bought a physics engine. They said, though, that everybody will still get to use the physics engine. They just get to use it for free now. Microsoft, yeah, gets to use it for free now. Yeah, and everybody everyone else is. now has to pay Microsoft instead of Intel. Yes. Uh, Adblock, something interesting happened. Something very weird happened. Adblock got bought by somebody that they won't say who. It was one of the conditions from the buyer was they didn't want their their name revealed. I think this is a good opportunity to uh, point out this neat little thing called uBlock Origin. <laughs> Which is an Adblock alternative. I use Adblock Plus. So you pay for some unknown person who may be an advertising conglomerate? No, no. Adblock Adblock Plus is different than Adblock. It's a different it's a different piece of software. Are you sure? Yes. The initiative was started by EO GmbH, the company behind competing Adblock or Adblock Plus. Ah. But both but, of them But Adblock Adblock Plus is also doing the acceptable, uh, acceptable ads. Acceptable ads. Yes. And uh, if you if you read the statement on AdBlock about the acceptable ads, AdBlock Plus is governed by an advertising conglomerate. That's who's defining the acceptable ads. It is now an independent board, supposedly. But who knows what the hell that means? Yeah. Yeah. So UBlock <laughs> Origin is an alternative that doesn't belong to either group. Hmm. Just saying. I'll keep that in mind. So um, Sprint... 
uh, first said that they were actually not going to participate in the Spectrum auction next year, uh-huh. which I think was a bad idea. Okay. But then later they said, um, where's the other Samsung or Sprint one? Said that they uh, are losing money and they plan on cutting their workforce and cutting between $2 billion and $2.5 billion in costs over the next six months. That is a lot of cost. So that's why they're not participating in the auction is they, they don't can't have the afford money. it. Yeah, they can't afford it. So this is good news for T-Mobile. Yeah, because it's good a news of, for anyone who wants to perhaps purchase Sprint. Why would you want to purchase a company that says, hey, we're failing. We need to cut a lot of stuff. We need Andy, why of- does any wireless company want to buy any other wireless company? Spectrum. And? Customers. And? I mean, you, both of those are correct. I'm not saying you're wrong on either of them. They are correct. I don't know what the third one would be. Patents. Patents. Yes, patents. Spectrum, customers, and patents. So um, if Deutsche Telekom decided, you know what, Sprint is in a bad way. We can probably get it for a song from Clearwire. All of a sudden, I thought they tried to already do a merger between Sprint and T-Mobile. They talked about it. Yeah. And that one fell through, my guess. Right. But now if Sprint is is in dire straits to the point of where they don't want to bid on a wireless spectrum auction. Now, all of a sudden, the third and fourth largest actually becomes competitive with the first and second largest. Yeah, no, I could see that. I love how the third and fourth could combine and then still not be, be the third. Yeah. <laughs> They'd still be in third place. Yep. But no, this is actually a good news for T-Mobile, though, because uh, the FCC is setting aside certain spectrum in the low band section that AT&T and Verizon are not allowed to bid on because they already have enough of the low band spectrum. That's cute. So it's good news that, you know, Sprint's buying out of it. So now T-Mobile is just going to have to bid against a bunch of regional carriers. Yeah. So... Uh, I think that's pretty much it. So should we uh, hit the sure. random topic? Yeah. Aftermath. Wait, random review first. Sorry, random review. That's what I meant. Okay. Aftermath. Aftermath. What is aftermath? Aftermath. Star Wars. Journey to the Force Awakens. Oh, no, you can't review this. What? Because I haven't read it yet. And you're going to be reading it. It's on my Kindle. It is the book I'm reading on Kindle. Did you just book block me? Is that what you did? Yeah. You you cannot review that. If you want, I can review something, but you cannot review Aftermath yet. Were you going to review Windows 10? Oh, yes, I was going to review Windows 10, but I just finished Aftermath, and so I wanted to get it out while it was still fresh in my memory. No, or, or, I can sign off, and you can review it. <laughs> no, no, I'll wait. Oh, damn piece of... You, you know, you could have avoided this at the beginning if you had told me which goddamn Aftermath <laughs> you were talking about. Oh, I'm going to review Aftermath. Aftermath, the MMO? No. The old role-playing game? No, you'll find out. Well, <laughs> sucks to be you. No. (laughs) All right. Do you want to talk about Windows 10 then? We can talk about Windows 10. Uh, We can talk about this other game that I was planning on reviewing next week. No, we're going to do that next week. Okay. And then as soon as you're freaking done with freaking Aftermath, then I'll review Then we can review Aftermath. I'd be done with it, but someone said that I need to stop whatever I'm reading and go read Martian. Yes, you need to do that as well. You need to do both. You have two eyes. (laughs) (laughs) oh god all right anyway so windows Windows 10 10. why did microsoft release a beta version of an operating system i'm not sure can we agree that that's what happened pretty much yes because i still have not been able to get my wi-fi uh enabled on this laptop yet even though it said oh yeah everything's set for windows 10 and then i'm like oh let me plug in my wi-fi wait a second where is my wi-fi Yep. On a laptop. Yep. My laptop uh, has Wi-Fi, but when I unplug it from the wall, it can't hold on to the Wi-Fi signal oh, at all. 
Why did Windows release a beta operating system? I don't know. That's my review of Windows 10. I Okay, so if you go from Windows 8 to Windows 10, it's going to be a nice thing there. Because it's... Um, <clears throat> why, did you go from Windows 8 to Windows 10? No, but a good friend of mine out here did. And, and he had a... Well, he had a tablet. He had a, oh. not a tablet. He had a laptop with touchscreen. Oh. And that's what Windows 8 was designed for. Yes. Okay, so if you have a tablet, this... And so now he's using Windows 10 and has lost some of the functionality. Okay, I could see that. Especially now that when when he puts it in tablet mode, you know, he folds the keyboard back and puts it in tablet mode, uh, Windows forgets that it can go back to being a laptop. Ouch. So it gets stuck in tablet mode. Okay. This so- is this is like the worst rollout of an OS that I've seen in a long time. Like I've said, we've told people at work do not upgrade to Windows ten because it doesn't work with our VPN stuff. Yep. So yeah, there's that problem too. I found that out the week after I updated. Yeah. If you go from Windows 7 though to Windows 10, there's a couple of differences, but it's not really much of a difference. Nope. It just looks like somebody tacked a couple of Windows 8 things here and there on your Windows 7, and that's it. It's I for for my desktop, I have to purchase Windows 10. I'm sorry. I, I will leave it at that. I have to purchase Windows 10 for my desktop if I want to change to Windows 10. Um, but I, I don't know that I'm going to at this point. Are you on 7? Yep. I, I, like I said, you're not missing much. If you go right. from 7 to 10, you're not missing much I don't, at I don't all. Think it's, I don't know that it's actually worth swapping. I have all these tiles in my start menu that I never actually ever use. Or want. Or want. Um... Still have the Windows 7 stuff here. All the I can pull up task view. The the snapping menu is a little funky. Yep. I do like that you can you can snap to the left side and then to the bottom or top left side. Dude. And the right side. That's pretty cool. I didn't notice that. Yeah. Windows left and then Windows up or down. Oh. So I could have four things up here. Yeah. That's kind of neat. That is kind of neat. I didn't I didn't know about that. Yeah. Windows 7 to Windows 10? Not not a huge shift. Not Which a huge actually shift. is pretty good. Like, that's what I would want in an OS. I don't yeah. want it to be a huge change from the style of everything. Windows 8. And, and so maybe it does a lot more in the back end that's making it more efficient and nicer, but it's also screwing with all my drivers and the wireless and i yeah. i just don't think i'm i'm gonna do the switch yet on my desktop i'm kind of regretting regretting doing the switch on my laptop laura's laptop oh, oh. God, that was even worse that was even worse that was we we made the switch on like day two and she couldn't have it on for more than 30 seconds Oof. it would turn on it would boot it would be fine it would present the user login screen and it would be fine it could sit there forever and ever and ever but as soon as you tried to log in, you started a timer of like 30 seconds before it said, oops, can't figure this out. Uh, we're going to reboot. Internal power error. Oh, goodness. The fuck? So Windows 10, I would say just hold off for now. Hold off. Yeah. Like wonder if, if they'll got, do a 10.1. If if you got Windows 7, you're not missing much. If you have yep. Windows 8 and you have a tablet, stay. Yeah. For the love of God, stay. Well, if you have Windows 8 and a tablet, upgrade to 8.1. Yes. If you have 8.1 and a tablet, for the love of God, just stay there. Yes. Don't go any further. No. So, yeah, so that was my other random review. Thank you. Random topic. Rolled ahead of time. If Pierre Trudeau walked into a bar and ran into Bill Clinton, what would he say? My answer is something in French. He was Canadian. He was Canadian? Pierre Trudeau was a prime minister of Canada. He's the guy who was responsible for Canada becoming, like, fully sovereign and independent. Hey, he's born in Montreal. He could speak French. I'm sure he spoke French. I'm sure he also spoke English. Probably. And... 
When did he die? Uh, 2000. Okay, so he'd know who Bill Clinton was. Yes. So probably would just say, like, hello. That said, so wait, the, the question is, Pierre Trudeau walks into the bar. Yes. What would he say to Bill Clinton? Yes. So we're assuming Clinton is already in the bar. Yes. <laughs> hey, Bill? He would say, hey, Bill. Bill Clinton go, what the hell is going on here? Why is the undead corpse of Pierre Trudeau walking into a bar and talking to me? See, I was thinking about it the other way, though. Of like, what if Clinton walks in the bar and Trudeau is there? And Trudeau would be like, hey, about time. He'd be like, it's in the afterlife. But no, yeah, Bill Clinton's already there, which means... Trudeau's walking into a... So the corpse of Pierre Trudeau walks into a bar. Yes. So, so I guess the, there's, there's really only one answer then as to what Trudeau would say. Mm. Close enough. <laughs> brains. Or whatever the French word for brains is. Les brains. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's not les brains. It's probably not. And I'm probably going to get a letter about that from somebody. <laughs> Aaron speak French? I don't know, actually. I know he took French. I know he was in Canada for a bit. Brains. So I love how he took this political question and then just turned it into zombies. Zombie. It works. Yep. All right. That's everything. Yes. Yes, that is. So uh, that's a wrap. This has been another episode of the Random Access Podcast. If you have any questions, comments, concerns, corrections, suggestions, remarks, reviews, rebukes, retorts, or just rants, feel free to contact us. You can find us on Twitter at RAPodcast, or send us an email at mail at RAPodcast.net. Thank you for listening.